0: Hello and welcome to Pokédex Pathfinders, where we explore the Pokédex at a leisurely pace. I'm Ben. And I'm Andy. On well, today's episode, we talk about number 83, Farfetch'd. And we pitch three new services offered in the Pokémon world on this week's hypothetical. Let's get to it. This is our very first episode where we have just one poke, and it is number 83, Farfetch'd, the Wild Duck Pokémon it is normal and flying type what do you call this is not a joke this <laughs> is starting with a joke s- okay <laughs> opening yeah. with a joke this is, anyway what do you ca- No, this is uh not me opening my tight five minutes i have a, a question in a crazy turn of events um what would you call a flock of f- far-fetched what, what's the plural <laughs> of far-fetched
1: that's Oh, okay. You, so you're not looking for, like, a gaggle of geese or a murder of crow. No. You're looking for the plural of far-fetched. I guess uh, I wish I had, I had prepared for this question. The far fetched far I think then... it's like every time in the anime they bring this up, they always give them just whatever the name is. They say it again. They'll say, like, look at all these Pikachu.
0: Is it, like, one of those things where, like, the first part gets plural? Like, is it far-fetched? Like I attorneys general. Look at that flock of forest fetched. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some bio info. It's a duck. All it's right. Done duck. with bio info. <laughs> I do have a question right out the gate. Okay. For this Ooh, big duck. We're mixing things up here. You got
1: the questions I came with the today. questions this time. So we have a two foot 33 pound duck, which to me is pretty big. Is the leak factored into the weight of the
0: animal? <laughs> <laughs> How much like how much does a league weigh? It can't be much, but I, I have to figure it's factored in, right? I don't think so, because it is, like,
1: a prop. All right, so we're not counting props.
0: I'll have to keep that in mind moving forward. When they, like, name stats for, like, a hockey player, they don't include the hockey stick in their weight. I mean, you don't know. You, have you ever I mean, you measured that, hockey players? Now that I think about it, uh, I have never measured a hockey player. So. Yeah, they actually
1: put the football players on the scale with the pads on already, it's just to give them a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's a good point,
0: but just the idea that you truly cannot find a forfeit without one. The leak is really the most notable uh, aspect to it, because other than that, it's a duck, which... Sometimes I wonder if Farfetched is actually like the base evolution of Golduck originally.
1: Oh, Farfetch'd into Golduck. That would have been pretty cool. Maybe make it a little bit smaller and make it a three-stage.
0: Evolution. Yeah, far fetched looks more like it would turn into Golduck than Psyduck does.
1: Oh, you want to get rid of Psyduck altogether?
0: You are accurate, and I want to get rid of Psyduck altogether. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no, one of the I'm creator's saying...
1: favorite pokes, right? Well, uh, I'm wrong. backtracking here. I'm uh, going back on Psyduck right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at a far fetched next to a Golduck, it looks like a more reasonable transition than a Psyduck to a Golduck. Yeah, that's true. Does Golduck have the signature angry eyes that farfetch does? How does Farfetched have the angry eye drawn on them, but it never looks angry?
1: I just love it. I love that they have to specify that it is a
0: marking. It is not an eyebrow. Uh, I think he's he just is too pleasant, so he doesn't look angry. You would think drawing a giant V over something's eyes would make it look angry, but in this instance, for some reason, it doesn't. Or have I been looking at it for so long that it doesn't?
1: If anything, it makes the duck look very distinguished
0: like it like it thinks highly Uh, you're thinking like it's more of like a a distinguished unibrow if you will yes exactly a unibrow (laughs) but the leak let's get back to that a little bit because this is all about the leak uh it's all about the wiki leaks who was it? Julian Assange. Julian Assange
1: told us everything we need to know about uh, Farfetch'd and got in big trouble for
0: it. <laughs> I was going to say, he leaked uh, all of the data uh, It was from big all poke. related to Spring Onions. That was the whole thing. <laughs> and Big Poke came after him <laughs> real hard. Oh, yeah. This is like the first poke I think we've come across that has like a prop. It has when When I stick. thought back.
1: Machoke has a belt that humans put on it, but I do think this is the first... Actually, wait. Kadabra has a spoon.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I stand
1: corrected. But but it's a second stage, so this is our first basic that automatically comes with its own... Yeah, with its own prop.
0: As we have discussed uh, previously, um, I forget literally every Pokemon yeah, that we somehow, talk about as soon as we finish talking about it. The second it's gone. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so for our first prop
1: poke to discuss, yes, go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, let's just completely throw away all of my uh, shtick about <laughs> it being a, a prop or the first prop because that's uh, not at all true. It does establish from the very first Pokédex entry that this is its weapon. Yes. I will say, okay, Kadabra had that to focus the mind powers, but it wasn't a weapon. Is it perhaps a weapon of the mind? No. All right. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> no, wait, but I, are you saying... Wait, is the leak the weapon of the mind or the spoons? No, the, the spoons. Okay, I was
1: going to say... No, never mind. Is so this an, the leak. The leak, you can actually bash people with. It is a true weapon. It does serve many purposes, though. Not, not just smacking people
0: if you're hitting people in the head it would be altering their mind
1: oh okay all right so leak is the original weapon of the mind
0: no we already did alakazam so it's just the second weapon of the mind no we're not counting the spoons anymore all right have we gotten a marowak yet mirror who <laughs> how long do you think a far-fetched carries uh a, a single leak
1: i think it carries it ideally carries it its entire life i do think it eventually has to find a new
0: one doesn't it go bad
1: it does go bad and one of the later designs, will reference it going bad, but all we really get for the original far fetched is that it can't live without it. I have a Dex to bring up that says this, where okay. Diamond Dex says it cannot live without the stock that it holds. That's why it defends the stock from attackers with its life. So clearly, it at least tries to hold on to this thing as long as possible.
0: I also saw that Pokedex entry and... Do you think that's very literal? Uh, I know that the... <laughs> I wanted uh, to
1: ask the same. Is this a Charmander <laughs> scenario? <where> yeah. <laughs> the stalk it, it, is like, gone. If you, if you take
0: away the leak, does it just like eh, flop over and call it quits? Or is it like, oh my God, I need my leak back. I can't live without it.
1: I'd like to think that given that this is a normal type, okay, and we're going to say that the leak has normal type cells... No way, it have grass cells.
0: cells. Uh cells? Uh, see, this gets too confusing. It's a part of the bird. The leak is a part of the bird. And so wait, when the far-fetched <laughs> grabs the leak, it converts it to normal type cells.
1: Yes, and I will I have game data later to prove that. Yes.
0: Alright. So when it as dies. As long as yes, the science the is there, dies. back it up.
1: <laughs> Look, this is another highly scientific poke where if the stalk dies, the duck dies.
0: By the way, this would be a wildly detrimental evolutionary trait if there was like an animal out there where if you took away um its (laughs) stick it just dies i was trying to think of real world examples of maybe a poke and i'm sorry not real world pokes although i am constantly looking for those real world examples of animals having a symbiotic relationship with a plant the closest thing i could really think of would be like a clownfish and a cool. Oh, yeah,
1: hiding. Because the only example, that's, that's once you start animals. saying it. Yeah, and once you start saying it, I thought of like a spider and a spider web, but both of these are describing housing, basically.
0: Uh, uh, true. And I mean, you could, I guess, make the argument like birds need sticks and stuff to create nests, like they yeah, are. Yeah, we're just
1: talking about a bashing stick you know we're not even talking about somewhere to live
0: well there's also no animal that's like so dependent on a plant other than it being a food source I'm not going to sit here obviously there are some animals where they have to have a specific type of uh, food to be alive but like I can't think of any animal where they have to use a specific plant for something in their life otherwise they die
1: watch it be a very obvious animal that like we encounter every day and there'd be like
0: Duh. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about for the bio for Farfetch? Before we get into a little bit of game data,
1: I do want to talk about the coolest part of Farfetched by far. Yet another thing that I didn't know, Fetched. leaving. But I want to say, kind of of the origin. Or sorry, I didn't know this as a as a kid. I knew this finding out about it and researching. Okay. So I'm going to start with the deck's entry and then the origin. So Farfetch has a specific origin that I found pretty cool. So Ash's Dex says they nearly went extinct. And it says farfetch a wild duck Pokemon. Farfetch'd makes a delicious meal, especially when when cooked, with the leek. Because of this, Farfetch'd is nearly extinct.
0: They're pre-seasoned.
1: Oh, not only does this <laughs> sound super messed up, but apparently this is potentially based off of a Japanese phrase that, I don't know the original f- phrase, but translated it means a duck bearing spring onions or something that is considered an easy target
0: do you uh do you want to just read all my notes that i have (laughs) you asked me if i had anything else to (laughs) add. i didn't have it for bio i i actually was saving so i want to talk about i have like a, a whole thing talking about the crystal uh related to what you were saying the crystal pokedex it says, in order to prevent their extinction, more people have made an effort to breed these Pokemon. I guess we're establishing that there's endangered species lists and protected pokes within the Pokemon universe. So, I, which does seem would to be track. The case. I mean, there would definitely be people trying to hunt or breed or do whatever to certain Pokemon out there.
1: Yeah, so this is certainly
0: Pokemon out there. food
1: Pokemon. We are using this well-established as food. It's not just cutting off the tail,
0: and it doesn't mind.
1: This is straight up hunting and using its seasonings that it carries with it to make a meal.
0: Would you rather eat a far fetched or a Psyduck? A far fetched? It's going to come seasoned with spring onions. It's delicious. This is getting into territory of, like, eating intelligent animals.
1: Like... I think that that's just a big issue within the Pokemon world, if you really think about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> are all of these intelligent
0: (laughs) they certainly know how to speak and say their names oh that's true is that being intelligent but also like they can it'd be really weird to have like an animal that you like communicate with and have as like a buddy and can clearly understand your complex instructions and then suddenly you're like you look delicious
1: well all i will say to that is that unfortunately just like in real life, there are some animals we're friends with and some animals we have to eat. Even in the Pokemon world, they had to pick something and say, you know what? I am so sorry, but you're delicious.
0: That's why I really think that the leak is uh, grass type cells, because this would be eating meat and vegetables at the same time. All right. You've come to a delicious conclusion that I will now accept. <laughs> Got you with food. Uh, speaking of food, I always thought as a kid that Farfetch'd was carrying this thing around like as a snack. <laughs> like it, was just, it was just, yeah, it was just like walking around munching on it like mid battle. It's just delicious. I did have some thoughts on the name, but I wanted to really quickly touch on game data. Okay, we we can go
1: back to the name because I wanted to make probably a similar comment. Because how much can you truly say about Duck
0: holding a stick? But yes, we can go back. So speaking of not a lot to say, the game it's boring. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just Whoa. kidding. This <laughs> so there's some call interest- red
1: boring. You should have tried yellow.
0: How <laughs> dare you? There is an interesting mechanic actually in uh, red and blue for these. The only way to get a far-fetched, you can't catch it in the wild. The only way to get it is you have to trade with an NPC. And it really seems like a deliberate choice. Yes. For like that, that seems like something that they made a distinct choice to do. And I wonder if it is tied in with the idea of it being nearly extinct.
1: Yeah, it it all really starts to make sense once you read the deck's entries and start to see where you can find it because I never really considered it rare, but when you look at it, they definitely at least wanted it to seem that way because, yeah, you can only find it by trade in red and blue. You can still only find it on a couple routes in yellow. And even as I look through the other games, you can still only really find them on one route or by trade. So no matter what game you're playing... They are still scarce.
0: Yeah, because they're too delicious.
1: They just taste too good.
0: Do you think they have, like, chicken farms for far-fetched? Or far, Excuse me, chicken farms for far-fetched?
1: Yes, for the far-fetched, yes.
0: You can house a lot of far-fetched in there. <laughs> <laughs> Many far-fetched. I got to come up with what, what's going to be the gaggle. We need, we need one a a a flabble of fars fetched
1: perfect yes they can certainly hold a full flabble.
0: a flapjack of fars <laughs> fetched and there it is <laughs> um it was not a very strong poke, especially in early gens. It had pretty crap stats. And no, it has very
1: well-balanced stats, but they just aren't good. They are just
0: balanced. Well, they can be really low and well-balanced, apparently.
1: They are certainly low and well-balanced.
0: <laughs> the only moves it learned in the first gen that did any damage to are Peck, Fury, At- Fury Attack, and Slash, which... Uh, wow. Slash him with that leak. I do have some uncomfortable breeding pairs. <laughs>
1: please just let it be
0: birds and we can all move on mammoth swine
1: <laughs> mammoth swine no
0: <laughs> in starting in gen four actually there's a lot of straight
1: up crush this small duck
0: gen four and on there is a lot of stuff that you can breed with it doug trio was another one that stood out to me uh just the physics of that are baffling oh wow oh bad imagery there is a lot of stuff that you can breed with it and get good moves and i'm like Wondering if they tried to make this one of those pokes that you kind of use as a breeder. And I was like, oh, they got a little slut-fetched going on there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, good on
1: them. They, they did what they could to take something weak and try to give it still a bit of uh, utility. Can you breed Tyrantrum or any of the other dinosaurs with far fetched?
0: My God, you are blowing my mind at the moment. <laughs> You're right. All of the dinosaur...
1: that dinosaur's... Evolve into birds. You are correct.
0: Any theropod style dinosaur should, or style Pokemon, Mm -hmm. should easily be able to breed with a bird.
1: Yes. Look, all I'll say is, I
0: mean, nature finds a way. make. Either way. Birds. Bang. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, please. Sincerely, Pokedex Pathfinders. Perfect. The letter has been sent. Okay, let's talk about naming. Before we go into naming, can I tell you- I no.
1: All right. Well, moving on to naming. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to tell you then about <laughs> the anime episode that we get a far fetched in.
0: Uh, there's only one? Well, there's only
1: one that I wrote down. Perhaps it's in more than one.
0: Okay, please share.
1: Well, it debuted in episode 49.
0: Does somebody eat it? So
1: near, yet so far fetched. Ash is chilling in a field and his deck's points out a rare pokemon. <laughs> his what? <laughs> his pokey decks points out his Raging Pokedex. Uh, It calls it a rare Pokemon, so he gets really excited to catch this poke. And it turns out that the Farfetch'd was actually a decoy owned by a dude named Keith who uses this poke to distract people and steal their Pokemon. So he steals their Pokemon, but also Team Rockets. Ash battles this dude, Keith. His Bulbasaur gets beaten by the Farfetch'd. And Misty has to step in with the Psyduck and win. So I guess... The hate for Psyduck was unwarranted.
0: Shout out Psyduck. But also, I got to say, that plot line seems a little (laughs) far-fetched.
1: I knew you would use the pun that I wanted to use.
0: (laughs) Is that what you were saving this whole time?
1: Yes, it is. It's a bit far-fetched. You can't
0: save that for the end of an episode about its name. Well, I was hoping somehow it would squeak by.
1: But I guess I was a bit (laughs) far-fetched in thinking that.
0: I was going to say, that was a a stretch-fetched. Nailed it. was a
1: bit, yeah, a couple of far-fetched, yeah.
0: That pun is also a duck that comes bearing spring onions. I want to use that a lot. That's that's a great one. Like, I had never, I mean, clearly I had never heard about that as a kid. It was just a weird duck. That's where I learned. Your parents didn't talk about ducks showing up bearing spring onions? They never hit me with the ducks bearing spring onions old saying. That Um, is a great, so I saw that it's easy target or a golden opportunity. And you know what that kind of made me think of was... Is it any relation to a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush?
1: I'm sure that uh, the international game of telephone was played, and that's that's the one that we got from this.
0: Is there some sort of like baseline relationship between idioms amongst different languages and cultures?
1: There's got to be, and I think that also it's just that I mean everybody was hunting birds at one time or another, so everybody probably wanted that bird to be holding its own seasonings at some point. (laughs) or
0: be easier to catch yeah like if you go out and start hunting quail they're just like perfectly seasoned what if all right would hunting be a lot more easy to stomach if uh uh, listener by the way uh i've never gone hunting so neither um, have i i have noticed i could kill a goose that's about it because i hate geese they're mean so um i might do that with a golf club one time just because I hate them? <laughs> I don't know um, if that's hunting, but uh <laughs> <laughs> what type of hunting are you doing? But Here, if here's a leak would, slap for you. Would, <laughs> would Yeah, the golf club is my leak. Yes. I really want to make a taking a leak joke. Save it. <laughs> would um hunting be easier to stomach if when you shot the animal, like then you walked over to where it fell and it was just like perfectly prepped, like in the packaging from a grocery
1: store. Oh, 100%, because now we're talking Breath of the Wild style, because in Breath of the Wild, if you would kill something, it would turn into a hunk of meat. Like, if you... uh, I'm trying to think of what the animals were, but if you shot, like, a cow, it would just turn into a piece of steak on the ground. So, yes, if they did that, uh, it would certainly be much easier to stomach.
0: Like, you just have to think about the food that you want. Like, you go and find, like, a pig or, like, a wild boar, and you're like jalapeno cheddar sausages boom and then you walk over there you
1: hit it with a crossbow and then boom it turns into sausages perfect
0: the japanese name by the way is a combination of duck and spring onion also quick note that's why it was called dunyon (laughs) (laughs) not to be confused with with its evolution (laughs) funyon galarian funyon yes oh excuse me of course Um, the whole time by the way I was like thinking about like okay it's a pun in another language translating they tried a different pun all that the entire time I was just thinking about Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra Uh, so shout out for (laughs) anybody who gets that reference
1: (laughs) this moment is a bit of kind of like a Darmok with arms open you know
0: (laughs) I, I was like I got completely derailed. I was like, how do they have, if your entire language is based off of parables and stories, how are you doing puns?
1: I think you just don't get to.
0: That sounds, they could never have their own Pokedex Pathfinders podcast. They could never have Pokemon to begin with. It's all puns. Actually, (laughs) Pokedex Pathfinders when the walls fell.
1: Yes, Darmok Pathfinders. (laughs) This is literally how I learned what the word far-fetched means. It's probably how all of us kids learned what far-fetched means. And it's that literally because point. it's an odd bird. It's a bit far-fetched. I'll take it. There it is.
0: You know what else it is? A stupid name. Oh, my God. I hate it. I mean, I, I think it. that you no, could it, have it, technically to make used it this on anything. This, to make it this, that's just it. It has nothing to do with the poke. And to make it this far in, look, if you named a legendary, far-fetched, uh, okay, I could kind of get that. We could do like a, a monkey king type vibe, like a, a prankster, and call it far-fetched. Even I would take that. You know what else? Poke would make more sense. That I've already referenced this evening. Marowak, it's throwing a bone. Far-fetched, like
1: oh, that's good. I was going to just say any Pokemon that's overly strange could have been called far-fetched. Or Mag- a dog, Magnemite could have been called farfetched. Yeah, Doug Trio could have been called far-fetched.
0: Whoa, whoa, Doug Trio's name is perfect. I'm not saying it's not, but this <laughs> this is literally
1: a wild card name. All Pokemon are weird, therefore they are all a bit. Well, far-fetched. I think I
0: think the name is the same on every card. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to the cards, Reddit's favorite poll. Take a guess where you think it came in. Mm, I'm going to
1: say this is right around the middle of the pack. I want to say anywhere between 450 to 500.
0: You are very wrong. 109.
1: People really like this that much.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go back and uh, remove the entire section wherever we said anything bad about it. Uh, Listener. Please just, keep listening. Just
1: kidding. What a great
0: poke. Yeah, anyway.
1: I'm not even saying it's a bad poke. It's just it is a duck. It is no, a I duck. don't
0: mind. The, de- the design is not my complaint for this poke. I do enjoy the design. I think it's neat to have... Uh, like I said, I would actually take this over Psyduck it is simply as an evolution weak. into it. It's weak. That's its issue. Yeah, there's just but nothing now that, that, I know st- that stands out about it.
1: No, but I now knowing that it's a pun, I mean... It's your typical poke now. I mean, it's literally, you know, we take something. In this case, we took an idiom and we said, we're going to make it into a dude.
0: Yeah, but they didn't make it specific enough to the design, which is something that like. No, because nobody caught it.
1: Well, not in the game. No, I'm saying literally nobody caught
0: on to the pun as kids. We would never have known. But the pun is. I mean, I got it, but it's not specific to the bird. No. Again, I'm telling you, a dog named Farfetched would be more appropriate. Fetch. Okay, oh, fine. A dog like
1: that, that runs really far.
0: Sure. At, like Arcanine would have been a better name for like. Okay, not really. Arcanine's no, a really on. Cool name, but you get the idea. Don't like go too far uh, now. A yamper, rock ruff. Sure. Farfetched.
1: Uh, I kind of like fe- I kind of like Fetch Far if we're gonna call it if it's gonna be a dog. But then it'd be
0: fetched this far when you had plural it could be fetch far oh it's fetches far then <laughs> Well, it really that pokemon really fetches far oh yeah <laughs> i i like the design of the poke itself i just think that the name is underwhelming and all in all it, it's not a forgettable poke i definitely haven't like forgotten about it or anything like that but it is something where it's just it is what it is in the game and it's it's kind of underwhelming both in terms of The design is good, but there's nothing that stands out about it. The name doesn't really make sense, and it doesn't have any connotations specific to that poke. If you were to show somebody a list of 10 names and 10 Pokemon, say, draw a line from one... You could probably match a good number of them. Farfetch'd has nothing to do with it. And between that, uh, and it's just... I never had one on my team. I probably always traded for the well, one I was going to say it would have been get. next to
1: impossible, and then once you did get it, it would have been severely weak with no payoff. So It
0: was easy to it get. Would have I mean, been you a just Dexter. had to trade a basic bird. Yeah,
1: it, it Oh, I just all it mean was. it's not like you're going to be going on a route and stumble upon one. You have to make no. a choice to to do Okay, fair enough. But if I'm summarizing, so clearly this Pokemon is a world-building Pokemon, but it does have you know, an interesting story once you know what the story is. It's that it's one of those similar to Tentacruel where they just didn't lean hard enough into the story. If they had pushed it a little harder, it would have been cooler. Okay. It's ultimately a world builder that's also rare. It's just a very strange idea. It's a bit plain.
0: It almost would be cool if they set up, like you were saying, leaning more into an idea of like something that used to be more common, but has become more extinct Maybe that's what they meant by far-fetched, but it just, it doesn't come through unless you spend a lot of time connecting a lot of dots.
1: Honestly, if this had been, now I'm just kind of throwing ideas out, but if this had been more like a dodo bird almost, where it was like hunted to extinction. Well, that that's next episode. Well, yes, unfortunately, but you know, they, they took a couple, <laughs> took a couple too many, uh, but just something, something prehistoric and said, well, it's the last of its kind, something like that, or just made it look a bit more. Exotic, something that people want rather than it is simply delicious, and so it's gone.
0: Do uno, it is from now on. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, let's talk cards to wrap it up. There is a shockingly small number of cards for this thing.
1: Well, it's quite, it's quite rare.
0: Oh, uh, fair enough. Uh, people ate all of the other cards. The only one I wanted to bring up is uh, Hidden Fates. I just like that it's whispering sweet nothings <laughs> I to I also its wanted leak. to bring up Hidden Fates for <laughs> coddling its leak
1: like a baby. <laughs>
0: yeah, that one's pretty funny.
1: It's giving Ducky my precious energy to me. <laughs> uh, I do want to bring up two additional cards. So no, please. Neo Revelation. I like the color scheme, but also it is a, a far-fetched standing in a leak field and defending the leaks, similar to how it said in the decks. So I think that's pretty Do
0: you think it's defending it or do you think it just picked its own uh, personal leak?
1: Oh, it just chose its leak. I don't know. It looks it looks mad, but I guess it always looks mad. It's painted onto its head, so.
0: Farfetched is also trying to find the leak.
1: Yes, he, want, he needs to know where the leak had sprung. <laughs> uh, last one is base set, mainly because I really think that the base set card was my first time seeing this Pokemon ever. And I do remember thinking, what the hell is this?
0: I'm not gonna lie, the base set card it looks like it, I don't know. It looks like it could belong to any anything. It doesn't feel specific to Pokemon at all to me. Just the art I mean, like not the card itself.
1: Yeah, and it's very like old style anime, like you could have yeah. seen it in like 80s anime. It has that those lines and that shading going on.
0: I was going to say so one of the things that they came out with like on a shoestring budget just to try to cash in on the popularity of Pokemon. (laughs)
1: So it looks like a Pokemon knockoff.
0: Yeah, it really does. Let's talk about, uh, speaking of knockoffs, let's talk about, uh, the Galarian line real quick
1: oh okay all right I, I don't know if i'd call them a knockoff but
0: all right fine
1: it's big angry version it's even more angry <laughs> <laughs> he's real pissed and now he carries a gigantic leak uh and he's got that uh, we were talking anime he's got that anime stance he's got like that uh samurai or kind of like cloud look to him where he's like oh you dare challenge me
0: the design for galarian Farfetched is just the far-fetched that grew up on the wrong side of the tracks
1: i mean that's Literally, how how it gets to evolve.
0: I- there is nothing about the Galarian far fetched that screams regional variant to me.
1: No, he is simply the tougher version. It's like Daniel and the cooler Daniel. And that's
0: it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect reference. That is
1: all that it is.
0: I was gonna say it just looks like the artwork for an original rocket card. Like it just looks like. Oh yeah, B- it does
1: look like a rocket. Far fetched, instead.
0: Yeah, it's like the artwork for Dark Far Fetched instead.
1: I have to say, I didn't realize that the the Galarian Far Fetched was fighting. I thought only the. Uh, I thought only sirfetch was fighting.
0: No, Galarian Farfetch'd is fighting because it, of, you know, so coming buff. up on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, it was all rough to tumble.
1: Yeah. And so if you land three critical hits in a battle, it can evolve. It says that it evolves literally because it's experienced more battles <laughs> and it can now attain evolutions. So it's just like seen some shit. And so now it can evolve. (laughs) (laughs) I do okay. I
0: (laughs) hi, welcome to PTSD. Surfetched. I do like the mechanic at least. Like uh, at least they try something different. Anytime they do an
1: alternate like this, it's very cool. So the idea of having it's like a challenge. It's like a battle challenge. You have to land three critical hits, and then you get the surfetched instead. Surfetched is fine. It's fine. I like that it is no taller. It is just still far fetched. It just has a
0: huge leak now. The leak also kind of looks a little bit like a banana.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because he had to peel it back. <laughs> and then he's got but the like, leaf shield, which I'm sure is so strong, like a shield made of leaves. Cool.
0: I don't know if it's like dried uh, What is that? Like those palm leaves that you can dry out and they get really tough. But like, I mean, it's not going to stop anything.
1: That's what I'm saying. You're talking about like like on a palapa. It'll stop the rain, but it's not going to stop somebody punching it.
0: Uh, it should be. It should make Surfetched immune to water attacks. Yeah, that's that'd fine. be kind of cool. Uh, but it doesn't, so it's useless. <laughs> but unfortunately, still not great <laughs> stats on this. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> completely useless. I like. I don't mind the design of Surfetched. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's one of the more tame uh, evolutions that they did for something that only was a basic Pokemon. But. Are there any non legendary basic only pokes left from Gen One that they never went back and added some kind of superfluous Evo to it? Like I all I can think of is yes. like Taurus. <laughs> oh, there's one, but it's cause we all want to forget. Which one? Jinx. No, Jinx has the
1: baby one. It has baby. Oh, I, I didn't know we were counting backwards. I thought we were only counting. I'm forwards. counting that too.
0: They never all right, they well, added then, like, I'm sure then all of them have something. Taurus. That's the only one I can think of. Oh, wait. No, Kangaskhan too. Taurus got a a
1: spiritual reboot in the Samuel L. Jackson inspired Bufalon.
0: Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Do you think that this would have been better if they just did Surfetched and didn't do a Galarian Farfetch'd?
1: I would have been fine with it. I really think, I guess they just wanted to type change. They just wanted to say that Galarian... I mean, you know, they just wanted to say Farfetch'd is a different type in this region.
0: Do you think that they just couldn't bring themselves to, like, evolve a flying and normal type poke into a straight fighting poke? Yeah, into poke? a
1: pure fighting type.
0: I guess that makes sense. But, like, I think everybody would have accepted that as a regional variant. We
1: would have been all right with it.
0: There's no Galarian Pikachu, but there—I'm sorry, there's no Alolan Pikachu, but there's an Alolan Raichu. Yeah, that's true.
1: There's just—yeah, you just have Pikachu in the region that can change. And I hate to be like that, but I would have accepted Surfetched as the basic for this region. I would have just been fine with it. That would have actually. It's really yeah. not that strong. It's not strong enough to say, no. "Oh, it has to be an evolution." It's too OP. I would have. I would have taken
0: it. Yeah, Surfetch would have actually been a cooler idea for Galarian Farfetch'd, and it's just like a knight because of the region.
1: Exactly, and it just has training in this region.
0: It's kind of cool to have some pokes that don't evolve,
1: especially for world building ones because then you can keep fighting them over and over.
0: We don't need to come up with any ideas that are too far-fetched. That's true. We want to keep our feet on the ground on this one. <laughs> like the fighting
1: type, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all I got for, uh, for far fetched.
1: Yeah, it was pretty, a pretty odd bird. So we're going to move on to our Hypothetical, uh, where we're going to pitch new services offered in the Pokemon world. It's time for Hypothetical today we have a top three. We are going to pitch three new services offered in the Pokemon world.
0: Hey, we're kind of, ba- we're kind of back to like uh, a real hypothetical here. It's we been a while. We are back.
1: Uh, the poke economy is getting rough, so we are putting pokes to work
0: <laughs> and offering new services as side hustles. Well, why don't you uh, share your three services with me to start? These are all
1: like very high level needed services. Just keep that in mind. Uh, this first <laughs> one.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. This
1: company is called Edward Scyther hands. You get <laughs> haircuts so from Scyther.
0: Much. I love it so much already.
1: <laughs> haircuts from Scyther. We got to put those blade arms to good use, and we're going to give some haircuts. He can also do topiaries and ice sculptures, but primarily uh, haircuts are preferred. Could he
0: do wood sculptures as well?
1: Yes. Next up, this would be for your for your office needs. We have tongue's Letter Lickin'. <laughs> and... <laughs> Is it, you mean... It, <laughs> <laughs> Now, lick you can hire one to work at your office, and it will seal any envelopes that you have, and it'll mail them out for you so that you don't have to lick them.
0: <laughs> oh, so it fully knows how to use the postal service as well. It's not just licking them. It cannot guarantee the accuracy of the post, but it
1: does seal the envelopes, and it will bring them to the, the post office. And finally. This one is going to be a bit far-fetched, so you do have to stay with Ooh. me for this one. This, that's literally what I was saving this pun for was for this <laughs> I'm <laughs> right. so sorry we have Pawniard Palisand and Ponytas Perilous Path to Playtime
0: is that all the name of the company this is the name of the company
1: Pawniard Palisand and Ponytas Perilous Path to Playtime now I want you to remember Wizard Chess from Harry Potter because these pokes are here to offer you the experience of a lifetime playing life-size chess with real <laughs> consequences All right, so we have (laughs) Pawniard is a Pawn. We have the Rook in Palisand, and we have the Horse, a.k.a. the Knight, for Ponyta. And they will play real-life chess, where they will use their attacks... What about
0: what about like the bishop and uh, the king and queen? Yeah, those
1: are all there too, but they didn't fit into the name because the whole thing was to do an alliteration. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess you'll, you'd have to be the king.
0: The end is just you have to get smoked by a Pokemon's attack. You have
1: to not get smoked by the Pokemon's attack.
0: Well, I mean, like that's how you would lose.
1: Oh yeah, you'd lose pretty bad. Yeah, because it's because it's some. <laughs> and if it comes probably. down to
0: king versus king, you just have to punch each other in the face.
1: We're all fighting type on the inside. <laughs>
0: I, uh, my three, uh, my first one is, uh, pretty simple. It's called Bugs Be Gone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it is a pest control company using flying Pokemon. Forget pesticides oh, okay. and traps and fire. All you do is just bring in, like, some uh, a Pidgeotto or something. It's super effective, and then they also get to eat <laughs> the bugs, so you're good.
1: It's super effective. Yes, and, and it seems more humane, because I thought you were going to go kill it with fire route and make it fire pokes, Well, so. I
0: thought at first I was going to do fire because it would be super effective, it and was. then I was like, you know what's bad for your house? Fire. Fire, yeah. <laughs> you'd, have <to> have, <laughs> you'd have to have squirtles on that, too, and then it's too much of a payroll. So, But like they could just do like a nice light gust or... Uh, a peck.
1: Yeah, just give it a little peck, and that weedle's gone.
0: Don't don't kiss the weedle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> give that weedle a peck, and
0: it's out of there. <laughs> uh, I have nothing further to say on that. Number two <laughs> is my rental service called Get a Dit. <laughs> it's a Ditto oh. rental service for lonely men. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: I was literally thinking of a similar thing of, like, having a ditto transform into you and go to work
0: for you. <laughs> I came up with a tagline, forget that anime body pillow, oh, get no, a dit! No. <laughs> Alright, now this
1: is super effective. People would love
0: this. I the hate only that this thing- is, like, a truly marketable
1: service in the real world
0: if Ditto were real this would be <laughs> the uh I, I just would like uh to have the guy at the end of the advertisement or at the bottom of the page no physical contact allowed uh oh come on <laughs> and my third and final one is ride on ride on
1: <laughs> yeah that's too
0: easy this is a wilderness adventure where you ride on a ride on <laughs>
1: ride on ride on
0: Uh, Dude, all of when you go to Colorado, all of the like fake mining and zip lining and horseback bullshit, you just go out there and you could charge people whatever you wanted to ride on, ride on It's a gold mine. Well, that's all I got. And that is going to wrap it up for episode eight. 35 where we talked about number 83 far-fetched and only far-fetched it's an odd bird listener i have a question for you now what the duck are you doing not following us on instagram <laughs> or is. tiktok look who's starting out with the terrible oh puns this time
1: i'm gonna have we- the duck to duck and get out of the way <laughs>
0: Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We are Pokedex Pathfinders. And also, you can send us some feedback. We'd love to hear your ideas for a hypothetical. We're kind of getting back into those a little bit. Oh,
1: yeah. Send us your ideas. I mean, nothing is too (laughs) far-fetched.
0: If you send us one, we will send you a sticker. And sometimes we will even send people who have sent us their hypotheticals. We'll send them some fun Pokemon cards with it, too. Oh, yeah. If you tell us your favorite card,
1: and if we have those cards, and if they're not worth a fortune, you might see one. So <laughs> We'll send you a card, asterisk. <laughs> yes. I mean, unfortunately, you cannot tell me your favorite Pokemon is Rainbow Rare Pikachu, but we will do our best. <laughs> Catch you on the next one. See you.